0: Hi, and welcome to the Thinking Cosmically Podcast, I'm your host, Brian Gentry, also known as Cosmic. This is the first episode of the podcast, and I couldn't be more excited to begin this journey with you, and to share new ideas and address human issues, among other things. For those of you who are watching this from YouTube, first I'd like to say thanks for watching, and I hope you find this talk useful, or amusing at the very least. I animated this intro that you probably just viewed, and I have to say that animation isn't as hard as I thought it would be. Not that I'm an expert by any means, but I was very pleased to have picked up the skill quickly and put that new skill to use for your enjoyment. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a producer, and entrepreneur, it's most likely you've never heard of me as I remained behind scenes for most of my adult life during my musical pursuits. And though I've worked with major artists and independent artists, it wasn't until this year that I have taken on a new perspective on how I'd like to approach my career moving forward, particularly having more of an online presence. And so far, it has served me well in terms of being more connected with aspiring artists and producers. In this episode, I'd like to paint a picture of my current state of mind, hence thinking cosmically. Some of you may be thinking, what does space or human issues have anything to do with being a producer or songwriter? Shouldn't I just stick to music and discuss music with producers and artists? Well, to that I say, you're welcome. Because music, and especially lyrics when writing, is directly correlated to the environment around me. Typically, artists demonstrate a reflection of society. Not always for the good. But that is what makes artists entertaining, nonetheless. My goal with this podcast is to explore new ideas and to, in the literal sense, gain a cosmic perspective on worldly things. When you open up your mind to more ideas, you allow experiences and thoughts to seep into your creative process, which can have a significant effect on your work. This is true for most things. That's how art is made. So, to be clear, music is one of the greatest art forms humans have ever developed. You can thank your prefrontal cortex for that. Without experiencing new ideas and environments, humans would still be like living in caves. And that's not the kind of music I'm interested in making or hearing. So let's take a look at an overview of where we are. The next time You are outside on a clear night. I want you to take five minutes, just five minutes of your time, and look up. Just look up.
1: Do you ever really think about where you are? It's a serious question. Where are you? How do you know where you're headed in life if you
0: don't have any concept of your cosmic address? Space is a vast and fascinating thing. It could be daunting thinking about the
1: cosmos as our minds can't truly fathom its immensity. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. You, and
0: everyone you know, and who has ever lived before, have been literally stuck to the side of a tiny blue ball, floating around a tiny spark of fire in the middle of the
1: cosmos, not knowing where we're headed, but sure enough, we are along for the ride in our spaceship called Earth. Think about this. In 1995, astronomers
0: pointed the Hubble telescope towards a little dark spot in the sky, smaller than your thumb, for 10 days. And they discovered thousands of galaxies in one tiny spot. To give you some perspective, our familiar star, that we unfortunately take for granted, is one star. Yes, the Sun is a star, for those who don't know. Just one star of the estimated 250 billion stars in our galaxy alone.
1: So think about the excitement those scientists must have felt when seeing this image. It changes everything. All of those galaxies in this single image, each with billions of its own stars, each with trillions of possible planets, contained in a single image. It's truly remarkable. Now, that's just one tiny
0: spot in the sky. Recent research has estimated that the universe is filled with two trillion galaxies. Two trillion! Again, each galaxy filled with billions of stars. With each star possibly being followed by some planets. And here we are, floating next to our beautiful fire. We've evolved for billions of years to fixate our eyes on the wonders of Kim Kardashian's recent butt post on Instagram a phenomenon that scientists are still trying to unravel today. But seriously, it's about time we start thinking about these things collectively as a society, because out of this extreme vastness comes extreme unknowns. Who's to say that some mysterious force that we have no understanding of doesn't come just destroy us in an
1: instant? Seriously. Science is still in its infancy, like a baby Taking its first steps. Here's an experiment for the way that you look at time. When you're looking up at the stars, what are you looking at? The answer is the past. Light has a fixed speed,
0: just like sound. The light reflected from the surface of the moon takes only a second to reach Earth, and the sun takes about eight minutes. The stars are much further away. So you're literally looking at over a thousand-year-old light traveling a great distance to reach our eyes. So the next time you're looking up at those stars,
1: you're not seeing them how they are. You're seeing them how they once were long, long ago. This fact demonstrates the complexity and mysteriousness of the universe. I fucking love it. So what does that mean for us? Well, it means that we have a lot of work to do if we intend to survive
0: as a species. Because, as we currently are, we are extremely vulnerable to the unknown, let alone to ourselves. Humans have remained in a hierarchy for
1: thousands of years. As much as we don't like to admit it, or we refuse to see it, Ask yourself, how
0: similar are you to the peasants of the Middle Ages? Just like a pyramid, the working class are the peasants. Then you have the knights to keep things in order, and lords and noblemen all the way to the king. Now take a look at our current modern democracy. Though we do have great privileges that all people in modern times have, we're still in this type of pyramid structure that has remained unchanged.
1: Which raises an important question, one that you should be really thinking about. Are we truly free?
0: Now, America is the closest in proximity to freedom that I can think of in modern times.
1: But at what cost is our freedom? Let's talk about it. What is the most influential system that controls everything you've done, everything you wish you could do. Is it the government? No. It's money. But what is money, really? It's a system. It's a system that allocates resources and people's time. It's called the monetary system. Now ask yourself, who makes the money? this thing that has been controlling my life, your life, everyone you know? And why do we not know about its founders, the same way that we know about America's founders? Why is it that the majority of our lives, we fight, kill, and dream to have more and more of it? Because as much as I hate saying this, you and everyone you know, Are only as free as your purchasing power.
0: Again, you and everyone you know are only as free as your purchasing power. In layman terms, the monetary system is in business of making freedom. Let's call money freedom units, if you will. I'll get more into this in upcoming podcasts, but for now, I want you to become familiar with the Federal Reserve. For those who don't know what the Federal Reserve is, I'll keep it short and simple. The Federal Reserve is a private entity, like any business. It manufactures these freedom units, money. No, the Federal Reserve is not the government. It is privately owned. But they did get a law passed, making it the only company allowed to print money. Now, if that doesn't raise red flags in your head, I can't help you. I will discuss more in detail about what it means to live in a monetary system and how we as a society should be exploring new systems that truly bring us to freedom that we've been fighting for. We'll also discuss how this system perpetuates racism and socially divides us. Now, there are obviously a great deal of positive things that have come out of this system, but, like morality, these positive things that have derived from this system shouldn't be owned like religion. To think only this system can produce the results that we see in modern times is a very narrow way of seeing the world. I argue that if we were only to experiment the same way we experiment in science, by applying the scientific method to human issues and systems thinking, we could produce a system far more exciting and innovative than anything we can currently think of. We could currently live in a world where poverty and starvation doesn't exist. That's not a fantasy. It's the reality of our current state of technological means. It's just we haven't applied them yet to human issues. Because believe me, these are not political issues.
1: They are technical issues that can be overcome in a different system. So, if you're working a job that you hate just for the sake of making money, or if you're chasing
0: money as if it's your only means to happiness, I urge you today to start taking action on doing the thing that you really love. Even if that means quitting your job right now and moving in with your family. Because we're only on this planet for a short amount of time.
1: You will never get that time back. So you gotta live like it. Take the risk, it will be worth it.
0: Thanks for listening to Thinking Cosmically. If you find this podcast valuable, please support it by subscribing, sharing, and discussing it with others. You can also leave questions in the comments for a chance for me to address them during a podcast. You can find all my music at cosmicbeats.com, K-A-Z-M-I-K-Beats.com, or on YouTube.
1: Thanks again for your support, and keep thinking cosmically.